0: listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 250 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple of great backlist titles. Hello, it's Friday the 13th. But you know, lots of people think that 13 is a lucky number. So I'm going to go with that today. You're going to have lots of luck. And if anyone tells you otherwise, tell them to email me. Uh, we're going to talk about books today. Books are always lucky. Love books. Uh, before I do that, we're going to hear from our sponsor. Okay. So my first pick today is a book that someone sent to me and said, "Hey, this is kind of silly. I think you'll like it." And I said, "Okay, if that's if that's what I'm known for, great." Uh, it's called Darkwood by Gabby Hutchinson Crouch. It's a kind of a twist on fairy tales with a lot of heart. The main character is Gretel, as in Hansel and Gretel. Uh, They are brother and sister. They live in the village of nearby, uh, on the edge of the Darkwood Forest, with their stepmother and stepfather. They are both step-parents. We don't know how that works, and it's not explained. You just have to go with it. Uh, So Gretel has been raised being told that girls are not allowed to do anything, because if you do anything, the huntsman will think you are a witch and come for you. So she's not allowed to learn anything or do anything but she learns in her free time she's taught by other people uh, so but for all intents and purposes she's supposed to present as like i like to clean house and i don't know anything because i'm a girl and you know so that no one will think she's a witch so meanwhile she's actually super smart really good at the maths and in making inventions and one day an ogre comes out of the woods there's a big a big uh, fight and due to some misunderstandings people think that gretel is a witch because of some stuff that happens during this battle and the huntsmen are coming for gretel now but she gets she gets word early someone tells her says so like hey they're on their way to get you so she realizes like she has nothing to do but flee into the dark wood but the other thing that she is always taught besides girls can't do math is never ever ever go in the dark wood because it's really scary and that's where all the monsters are and don't go in there but it's like hmm huntsmen wood. She's going to take her chances, so she runs off into the dark wood. It is indeed dark and scary, and there are lots of creatures in there. And at first she thinks that she is under attack because they're all chasing her around the woods. But soon she realizes that they're actually trying to help her. She comes upon a house made out of gingerbread. You know where this is going. Um, and it's actually owned by a really nice lady, and her name is Buttercup. And her magic, which she unfortunately is not able to contain, she hasn't quite mastered it yet is that she turns everything into cake. So if you hand her something, she turns it into cake. She's not people, so you can shake hands with her, but don't hand her anything. She'll turn it into cake if she's not paying attention. Um, She uh, has a friend named Jack Trot, who is really good with plants. Uh, he is Jack as in Jack and the Beanstalk uh, and can make plants appear out of thin air. Uh, the whole thing about the magic beans was just a story that he told so that they wouldn't think he was a witch, but he gets found out anyway. Um, there's also... Trevor, who is a talking spider, a very funny talking spider. And then there is the White Knight and her seven dwarves, uh, who are little creatures covered in fur with fangs that the only word that they say is yummy. Uh, And the White Knight is a very fierce, very serious, you know, knight. And she lives in a cave with the seven dwarves because she doesn't like being nice to people and she's, you know, very cranky and, and likes to fight things. But they're kind of like a little group. They sort of banded together because they all needed each other in this dark forest where things are very scary. And so they tell Gretel, like, listen, basically, welcome to your new life. Like, this is what it's going to be like from now on. It's actually pretty easy. You know, don't, you know, do anything terrible to anyone else. Watch where you step. Look out for fairies. And that's about it. But she's like, oh, put my village. And, you know, she. they get word that the huntsmen are now taking over uh, Gretel's old village of nearby. Like they're moving into the whole village. They've kicked all the people out of their houses, made them live in tents, and they're gonna live in their houses. And they're also encroaching on the forest. Like the huntsmen have started coming into the dark wood and leaving traps for monsters. And they're just—they're going to find them eventually. So she says, "Why not fight back? You know, will you please help me?" And they think that Gretel is a witch. So they're like, "Yes, yes, we will join forces and we will help you fight for your village and get rid of the huntsmen." And so that's basically what happens. I mean, of course, there are lots of other things that aren't what they seem, and lots of silliness. Uh, it's it's really it's really easy. It's just nice, and I liked it a lot. Also, the curse word in this book is trousers. So if you say like uh, "holy trousers," you know that's that's like as bad as it gets. Um, it's really like, adorbs, and it's not super heavy on the cheese. Like there could be a lot more puns and like really bad jokes, uh, but they're not made and I really enjoy it. And this one does wrap up. Uh, it's going to be one of two, I believe. Uh, this one does wrap up. So like you're not left hanging, you know, wondering like what's going to happen. Like it does resolve. Um, but there's also, you know, the option for, for more to come. So it's called Darkwood and it's by Gabby Hutchinson Crouch. My next pick is actually a book that I have not read. I did not get to it in time. Uh, I wanted to read it for the show, but I did not. But I just found out about it. I don't know how I didn't know this happened, but Leonard Pitts Jr. had a new book out last year. You might have heard me talk about him before. Uh, He is a Pulitzer-winning journalist, and he's also a novelist. He wrote one of my favorite books in regards to the Civil War called Freeman, which is about a slave who had run away and ended up in Philadelphia. And 15 years later, he returns to the South to look for his wife after the war has just ended and Abraham Lincoln has just been assassinated. Um, It's a fantastic book. So he has a new book that came out last year, which I just heard about, so I just got my hands on it. I didn't get a chance to read it yet. It's called... The Last Thing You Surrender, a novel of World War II. And it says that it is about the great American tale of race and war following three characters from the Jim Crow South as they face the enormous challenges World War II triggers in the United States. And I, again, you know, I don't often talk about books that I haven't read, but he is aces. His writing is so fantastic. I wish more people read him. And so I want to take this opportunity to mention him again. Uh, and when I do read it, which will be hopefully soon, it is quite enormous. It's a big doorstopper. I will tell you how I felt about it, which I'm sure will be amazing because he's incredible. So look for that one. Look for Freeman. Uh, it's This one is The Last Thing You Remember by Leonard Pitts Jr. And today for Dealer's Choice, I'm going to talk about another book that I just read. This is actually... From 1982, it is called Mrs. Caliban by Rachel Ingalls. It's a, it's almost like it's a novella. It's pretty short. It's very small. Um, like I said, it was written in 1982. New Directions had a reissue that they published in 2017, which I bought in 2017 and then lost somewhere in my house, um, which... I know it sounds funny, and you're probably thinking, like, well, you know, books coming out of everywhere. But I actually don't do that that often. I usually know where things are. And because this one is so thin, I kind of, like, set it between two other books and just sort of missed it and couldn't find it. But I found it the other day, and I read it. And it is just as excellent as everyone told me it was. It's like a cult classic. It's about a housewife named Dorothy. Uh, She is married to a man named Fred. They have a loveless marriage. Um, She is a housewife. She and Fred had a son. Uh, but he he died, and then she also had a miscarriage, so she they have no children. She's having a really hard time. Um, Fred chooses to sort of um, distance himself from Dorothy when this happens, and she thinks he's having an affair, and she doesn't even care. Uh, she hangs out with her friend who has just gotten a divorce and talks about how fabulous being divorced is, and Dorothy's like, I just don't have the energy. Like, I just don't care. You know, I don't want to get a divorce. She's also having a bit of trouble... She thinks that she hears voices talking to her on the radio occasionally while she's at home cleaning or doing stuff. And then one day she's at home and there's an all points bulletin that busts in to her music and says that a life's uh not life size i mean he's like everything's life size i guess if you don't know what a sea monster looks like a sea monster man has escaped from a laboratory like 6 months ago some people caught this half man half frog monster guy under the ocean and captured him and brought him back to this lab and he has killed the people who were watching him and escaped and he's very dangerous and don't go near him and Dorothy's like, oh, I must be imagining this, but then you know she realizes like when she keeps hearing it that she's not, and then one day she's in the kitchen, she's making dinner for Fred, and she looks over, and standing in the doorway is indeed this frog monster man who basically looks like a human, but his head is a little wider, and his eyes are all dark, uh, but he's and he's like covered in green skin, but other than that, looks like a man, and he, there he is, the big scary monster, and he says his name is Larry. Because he's actually not a big scary monster, and it turns out that they were doing terrible things to him in that lab. Uh, You know, trigger warnings for abuse and sexual abuse. Uh, There's nothing goes into detail, but um, he does talk about being abused at the lab, Uh, and so rightly killed them, escaped, and now he wants to go home. But they've taken him a long way from where he lives, and Dorothy is quite taken with him and here's something new in her life and it's a secret that she has and it's something different and also Larry's kind of hot so they end up like becoming lovers and now she has a sea monster frogman lover uh, who lives in the spare bedroom because her husband never looks around the house or does anything other than go home sleep in his bed and leave so she and Larry are like playing house pretty much for a while uh, but also making plans to like leave and getting back to his world but like what will happen to dorothy because she's quite taken with him now and she can't breathe underwater like larry can so um it's so good i can't really tell you much more because like i said it's not actually that long i've probably told you like half the book already but it's so good it's mrs caliban by rachel Ingalls. so that is it for me this week book lovers thank you to our sponsor you can find a list of the books i mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books if you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with out to tell you about the week's great new releases. And Patricia will be here next Friday with some backlist picks. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading.